Welcome to Our Brain with Donnie Deutsch. I am Donnie Deutsch, and this is the podcast dedicated to a simple premise, that uh, everybody and everything today is a brand. Every athlete, every celebrity, every product, every corporation, every uh, politician, all brands. And we do two things on the show. First, we do a big interview with a big personality about their own personal brand. That drops on Thursdays, and this week it's the one and only Stephen A. Smith. That's right, probably the most prominent sports journalist of our time. Today's Howard Cosell. Um, he's just brilliant. And that interview is on Thursday. And on Tuesdays, we drop what we call Brands of the Week, the brands that are, which brands are up, which brands are down, who's shaping the zeitgeist, and let's get right into it. First up, a brand down for House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Actually, brand down for House Speakers in general. You'll see what I'm talking about. Only 19% of Americans have favorable view of Kevin McCarthy. Um, it's only 19%, while 38% had an unfavorable view of him. Hakeem Jeffries, the minority leader of the House, has only a 21% favorability, so it's still a little bit better than 19, but neither one of them very, very good. Um, only 27% of U.S. adults poll believe Republican leaders in the House have had the right priority so far, while 73% surveyed said the GOP House leaders have not focused on the most important problems. Um, the poll summary also noted the Congressional Republicans' numbers were weighed down by respondents within the party, showing a greater lack of enthusiasm the Democrats had for our own leaders. So right now, Republicans are, even the Republicans are down on their leaders. So a 19% approval rating for Kevin McCarthy. Uh, brand up for U.S. GDP. Uh, rose 2.9% in the fourth quarter, more than expected, even as a recession fears are looming. Uh, it seems in solid shape, the economy right now. Uh, fourth quarter domestic product, the sum of all goods and services produced in October to December period, rose to 2.9% annual rate. Annual rate. Annual rate, uh, economists are only expected 2.8%. Um, consumer spending, which accounts for about 68% of GDP, increased 2.1% for the period, down slightly from 2.3%, but still very positive inflation readings moved considerably lower that uh, it went from 23 to 2.1%. So spending seems to be going down a bit, which is obviously good for inflation. Uh, brand up for entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship boom is still going strong. Uh, there are 1.7 million applications for new businesses that were likely to hire employees in 2022. Um, that's slightly down from 2021 all-time record of 1.8 million, but still well above pre-pandemic norms. Uh, last year's application dropped nearly 28% from before the pandemic. So entrepreneurship booming, and that is always a good sign for everything. Uh, brand down for millennials, because we always give millennials a brand down. But not only millennials, but brand down for amounts of people who are still having their parents pay their rent or, or part of their tab in life. 35% of American adults admit they still have at least one bill on their parents' tab. According to a new poll of 2,000 Americans, the top three expenses still paid by parents are rent, 19%, groceries, 19%, utilities, 16%. In fact, almost one quarter of millennials say their parents cover their rent. I want to say that again. One in four millennials' parents are paying for their rent. About three-quarters of their respondents plan to not take in these bills themselves within the next two years, but 30% admit they will be riding the wave until they're told otherwise. Well, as we all know, and we all documented, this is the first generation that's not necessarily going to do better than, their previous, than the previous generation, their parents, and, and that's tough, and this is clearly an indicator of that. Uh, brand down for worker engagement. Americans have a problem. People aren't feeling engaged with their work. This is according to a new Gallup poll, finds only 32% of U.S. workers to be engaged with their work compared with 36% in 2020. Engagement had been rising on the decade before the pandemic, following the Great Recession, but started to fall in 2021. Younger workers have seen a bigger drop in engagement than older ones. Those under 35 reported being less heard and less cared about at their work. It's interesting because there's so many things. This is kind of a little ironic in that 
we see so many instances of, of workers, I don't want to say taking over the workplace, but having so much more say in their workplace in four-day weeks and food at the office and you know feeling entitled to more balance in their life. And a lot of companies are bending over backwards to make that happen. But despite that, workers still feeling less engaged about their work. And I, I think a lot of this has to do with younger people being brought up, uh, Gen Zers and young millennials, to feel that they work, they don't want work to play a center, a piece of their life. So, interesting. Brand up for tipflation or tip creep. It's sparking a backlash. Tipping is encountering its own form of inflation with consumers commonly facing digital kiosks. They ask for tips that start at 18 or 20% and go as high as 30%, a far cry that 15% used to be traditional. So a lot of people are kind of getting upset that tipping now is starting to get 20%, 25%. A lot of people would, people expect to be tipped or to tip. Uh, and a lot of people fighting, you know, Money issues, money woes are like, whoa, that's too much. What is with this 20% tipping? I'm a good tipper. I believe that that's people who are bringing you their food, bringing you food, and that's a hard job and things like that. You take care of it, but that's just me. Um, okay, brand up for the best states raising a family. Massachusetts, Minnesota, New York, North Dakota. A new study by WalletHub evaluated a range of factors to find which U.S. states are the best and worst for raising children. The states have scored 51 weighted metrics across five categories, health and safety, education, child care, affordability, socioeconomics, and family fun. As I said, the top four in this order, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New York, North Dakota, the bottom four, Louisiana, West Virginia, New Mexico, and Mississippi. It's amazing that the these deep southern red states, not, not New Mexico here, but Mississippi, West Virginia, Louisiana, are certainly two of them, and West Virginia, I, I like to put in that category, are just always at the bottom of everything. It just, it's its not the vortex of, of higher living in the United States. Uh, I'm going to get some red, some crap about that, but that's okay. Uh, Brenda, for the top streaming shows of 2022, this is uh, according to Nielsen. Nielsen, which now obviously um, rates uh, streaming shows. Their most watched original streaming shows based on total minutes viewed in the U.S. last year. 13 of the top 15 were Netflix shows. The first one was Stranger, Stranger Things with 52 billion minutes viewed. Ozark, one of my favorites, up next with 31 billion views, minutes viewed. Followed by Wednesday, Cobra Kai, Briggerton, Virgin River, Dahmer Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. That was a real sweet thing to watch if you, in case you haven't watched that. I say that with tremendous sarcasm. Love is Blind, 13 billion minutes and so on. Crown was number 10. Uh, the Great British Baking Show was number 12. There you go. Those are the top shows. Um... Brand up for subtitles. I'm one of these people. Mumbling actors, bad speakers, or lazy listeners. Why everyone is watching TV with subtitles on. My subtitles are always on because I can't figure out how to get them off. And I've kind of become, I don't want to say like addicted to them, but I'm kind of used to them. And I kind of read and listen at the same time, not even to, you know, dub shows. Last year, Netflix revealed that 40% of its global users have subtitles on all the time. Well, 80% switch them out at least once a month. So almost half the users are leave, leaving these subtitles on. Uh, they exceed the number of viewers who need caption because of hearing impairment. Um, if you're switching subtitles because you can't make out, a lot of people think they can't make out what actors are saying. Uh, hard to hear dialogue is a known issue in the industry. The problem starts on the movie set. In the decades past, actors had to project loudly towards a fixed microphone. The, the advent of portable mics has allowed a shift towards a more intimate and naturalistic style of performance where actors can speak more softly or some might say mumble. But that's really interesting. Four in 10 people are watching television with subtitles on. Uh, bring that for Burger King. Their new Whopper Whopper 
uh, is a madly catchly jingle. They've gone back to, you know, have it your way. I'm not going to sing because my voice really sucks. But have it your way, you rule. It's kind of a very kind of catchy, uh, nostalgic hit. It's really hitting everywhere. Um, it, they've had 99% brand recall with this. Uh, it's getting all plays all over, over TikTok. Um, the agency that created O'Keefe, Reinhardt, and Paul in Chicago. So I've been out of the business so long, I didn't even know they were their agency. I figured they were still with one of the big agencies. Um, but the Have It Your Way jingles bring it back. And look, a lot of brands do this. They go back to their core essences. Uh, have It Your Way was when Burger King first came on the scene. So have it your way. Have it your way at Burger King. I think that's the first time I've sung on the show. I won't do it again, I promise. Uh, brand up for drive throughs Restaurants to go seem to be the way to go. 85% of fast food orders in the U.S. in 2022 were to go compared with 76% before the pandemic. That's a big jump from 80, 76 to 85. Um, and takeout orders at full-service restaurants climbed to 33% last year, around double what they were pre-pandemic. McDonald's and Chipotle both have locations that don't see customers. The next few years, Starbucks plans to open up 400 stores that only offer delivery and pickup, which I'm glad about because I just want to smack these people. No, I don't want to smack anybody. I just get annoyed when you walk into these people are sitting there with their coffees and their beards and their laptops, and they sit there for six hours, and you want to go, come on, go get, get a life somewhere. You don't want to be sitting at a Starbucks. Um... Brand up for dog walkers. I love this. Um, dog workers, is, some, some dog workers are making over 100000 a year in New York City. Uh, it's a lucrative time to be a dog walker, especially for pine entrepreneurs that cater the wealthy. Through searches on Rover and other job sites, yield beginner dog walkers in Manhattan who charge as little as $14 for a 30-minute walk. Seasoned dog walkers with well-heeled clients are charging nearly three times as much and earning 100000 or more. According to the American Society of Prevention of Cruelty in Animals, more than 23 million American households, nearly one in five, acquired a cat or a dog or a pandemic. I am, now I, I, I have six dogs and I do have a dog walker that comes and walks my dog. I'm, I'm really embarrassed to say, I just, that's, that's just the way it's been for a while. I have Danny, who's the main man, who's a fixture around Manhattan. Big shout out here. Um, brand up for dating. We're actually, I want to say dating for espionage about dating. Finding love in 2021, one in six people run background checks on their online dates. When it comes to online dating, a new survey found American singles are perfectly fine stalking their potential partners online. A poll of more than 1,000 singles revealed 56% say dating is harder now than in previous years. Um, and what's interesting, 67% have used dating apps, so 69% of that group don't like them. 35% feel unsafe using them. Uh, including half of women, given the uncertainty that comes with meeting a stranger from dating app, is all right to stalk a date online before going out? And of course it is. 65% of women and 49% overall say the answer is yes, you should. I'm not saying you've got to do a legal background check, but you should, before you go on any online date, do an on, any date that somebody you met online, do a check on them. Uh, I mean, and somebody doesn't have a presence on social media or somebody that you can't Google and find anything about them, that's not a good sign, but definitely do that. Uh, ChatGBT, which is the new AI, uh, AI service that you can use to kind of do anything for you. It's it's basically, you, they'll write a research paper for you just by you type in, and here's a list of the advanced exams chat GBT has passed so far. Inside, rounding up a list of uh, assignments, quizzes, and tests chat GBT has passed. The Wharton MBA exam, you type it in, the Wharton MBA exam, and chat GBT would have received a B or B minus. The U.S. medical license exam, chat GBT passed all three parts of the United States medical license exam within a comfortable range. 
Um, microbiology quiz, Big Think editor Alex Bezero tested ChatGBT with a 10-question microbiology quiz, and ChatGBT blew it away. This is crazy stuff, man. We are in 22nd century stuff. Really, really, really. Um, I've brand up for Puxatani Phil. Yes, Groundhog's Day is coming. It's a high time to acknowledge the prognosticating power of Puxatani Phil. Over the past 75 years, Phil has correctly predicted where there will be an early spring 69% of the time. That's pretty crazy. We define the early spring as one of that significantly warmer by one standard deviation. That's an average over the previous 30 years. And with that in mind, Phil was accurate 64% of the time over a 25-year period and 57% of the time over a 10-year period. But over 75 years, almost a 70% approval, not approval, a, a correct call by Poxitani Pill. Love that. Love. What do you think about when I said Poxitani Pill? Uh, Groundhog's Day, the movie, Bill Murray, one of the greatest of all time. Um... And finally, living to 100, brand up. Living to 100 is getting more and more doable. Experts predict that the number of centarians, people who live to be at least 100 years old, will continue to rise in the coming decades. Uh, based on 2022 estimate, the United Nations, there are 593,000 centarians in the world now. But the United Nations uh, projects there'll be 3.7 million by the year 2050. That's only 17 years away. So we're going to go from 600,000 to more than six times that amount, 3.7 million centarians in the next 15, 20 years. Uh, and that's good news for everybody. I'd like to live to 100, I guess a real word, as long as we're healthy. And those are our brands of the week. Remember to tune in to uh, this Thursday. We drop our interview with Stephen A. Smith. It's one of my favorite interviews ever. Uh, remember to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, anyplace else. We love that you're listening. We love your comments. Thank you. We'll see you Thursday on uh, for our interview with Stephen A. Smith. And we've got more brands of the week coming. We'll see you soon.